usual disclaimer for you swearing spoilers there's going to be both and we are nothing to do with foxtel showcase Fremantle, wentworth or five star so our opinions are our own we speak only for ourselves a little bit different intro for you today thank you very much for noticing we are joined by david from the engagement who played us in with their fabulous track in the end they will play us out of the at the end of the show with their track collide if you like what you hear click on the links in the description and go and support them they're a fantastic band enjoy hey everybody welcome to another episode of the slot here i am with my buddy and partner in crime al and we have a very very special guest this time i'd like to welcome the engagement onto our show today hey david thanks for joining us how you doing Hey Hannah, thanks thanks for having me. Thanks um, thanks for the warm welcome. I'm doing not too bad in yourself. Yeah, I'm very good actually. I'm awake, and <laughs> it's actually seven a.m. here in the states where it's like around wow. nine ish p.m. by you over there in Australia. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I, I'm I'm still I'm still a bit chipper and alert and stuff right now. So I'm wide awake. Oh, that's, that's great. Really yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the engagement? Um, so pretty much I formed a band like a few years back and music's a huge, huge like passion. It's part of my life and I'm the lead vocalist of my four-piece band. Um, so we comprise of like a guitarist, a bassist, a drummer, uh, backing vocalists and also a bit of keys and synth as well. And um, we were like, we've done a couple of tours and stuff around um, around regional Victoria. And currently, uh, due, due to lockdown and stuff, we've been working on some like brand new music. Uh, we're original. We all our music's original. Um, yeah, from time to time we will play a few covers and stuff like we did for Halloween last year, which was pretty fun. Um, but, yeah, we're, we've definitely got um, electronic elements with co- coinciding with pop music. So, like, if you guys like Maroon 5, Coldplay, Imagine Dragons, that kind of vibe, um, you'll like us, I think. So you can, uh, if you guys are keen, we're out on Spotify and Apple Music and stuff as well. So... Yeah. yeah, we'll stick a link in the episode description as well, so people can go down and just click through. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. I also forgot to mention the main reason why you're on here is not because you're an Australian musician, but the fact is that you're actually a Wentworth super fan. 
I am uh, very much a super fan. Very much love the show. Been watching it for many years. So, and I've um, actually met some of the characters. Fortunately, in um, in Melbourne. Who is actually your favorite character from the shows oh. from seasons one through what are we eight now? Yeah. Uh, look, I there's heaps of amazing characters on there. Um, yes. But if I really had to pick one, I'll probably go for uh, probably Joan Ferguson or really? Ali. Oh well. Yeah, or Ali. Ali, mm-hmm. uh, like Ali's really cool as well, and she, and she's hot. So, <laughs> so like, um, yeah, she's grown so much over the years. She's just evolved into this like fierce, you know, top dog now. Um, yes, somebody would disagree with you, but I I agree with you. Well, we'll get into that later because I have some opinions on that in this episode. Mm. So we'll get into oh, that. definitely, it's really it's really interesting, and we're gonna just jump right into it for this um, episode where we start off that uh, Rita has a conundrum that she has to go and rescue her sister. Mm. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about uh, the Rita arc. Right now, Rita Ruby. So basically, for those who don't know, Ruby found out where Rita was hiding out so that she can go and tell her about their father because he's dying of cancer. Mm -hmm. And now Rita has to try and get out of her little, um, what is that, ankle bracelet? Yeah, her tag. Yeah, ankle tag. Mm. And, um, you know, it, it... Took her a little doing and she managed to escape so that she can go find Ruby to save her. So my thing is, Eddie, who was Ruby's um, trainer, was the one that dobbed her in. He's just an idiot, though, isn't he? He's just like, yeah, he is. But um, I have to go into one of my famous quotes that I love. You do as I tell you. Or I fuck with you right now. <laughs> Sounds like something you would say to me. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Oh, um, I love that's what I love about Rita. Yeah. She's just she's so badass, you know. Oh yeah. She, she, really is. she doesn't look it. She doesn't look it. But very unassuming, when, right? Yeah. No, that's mm. it's really it's really cool. So, I love her. She's just so smart. Like you could see when she like was punching that bag you're like she's got yeah here. and you just didn't oh, know where yeah. it was going yeah oh. it, it was a fake <laughs> to me it looked like a fake injury which it was a fake injury yeah. but just how she did it so sudden i was like oh god so how's she and gonna I'm, get this one and i'm thinking like what what is she doing with the bags of ice you know like yeah. in bed and i'm like her ankle must be like freezing as like you know, <laughs> the I amount don't... of bags of ice she had and I don't understand how she got it off. Like she seemed to be cooling down the the, the tag rather than her yeah, leg. Yeah. And yeah. To, I don't understand, but she obviously knows how it works. Yeah, I didn't I'm quite thinking, get it. I'm thinking she was maybe making the tag really like stiff, so then that way it would like just break. So you're like, uh, you know, when that's my assumption, but I'm not a hundred percent certain. Mm. Yeah. 
Got you, got you. But we also do know, which I knew a long time ago, that the officer that was watching her was actually probably just as dirty as Morelli and Jonesy, because he was the one that tipped them off that uh, Rita escaped. Yeah, so he's in it with them. Yeah, he's in it, and who knows how many others. So Rita's in a little bit of a bind. I thought that that um, protective custody guy was really sweet, though, when he kept going to check on Rita. And then he thought that she wasn't waking up, and he was like, I know. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh, God. I thought thought he was going to cry. (laughs) I thought so, too. That was interesting. sucks. Yeah, so um, Ruby was incapacitated this entire episode, so she didn't really do much, (laughs) considering that she's a boxer. Yeah, she just sat there, so she was kind of boring. Um, (laughs) That was that was basically it. So um, finishing up with Ruby, she saves her sister, and now where is she heading? Well, that's what I was just thinking. I'm like, she can't go back to the house now, can she? No. She's got a good long arm on her, though, without gun throwing. Yeah, that's true. I was impressed. I was, too. But why did she do it in the middle of the day? She's in broad daylight, just flinging a gun into a river. Well, you never know if they're going to pick her up, you know. To rescue for getting caught. Well, you just slide it into the river. You don't just, like, lob it. Mm. She wanted to show her skill of throwing, I guess. She was like, softball, I've played that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh no, It's just so bad now Like I know she does everything Anything for her little kangaroo But um, mm-hmm. it's just like now She's screwed her parole mm-hmm. And it's like You know what happens now Will she have to go back to prison Or what not Like who knows well, This is good though for me Because I want Rita inside with the freak Oh, oh boy! I, I don't know. <laughs> she's not the freak. She's Kath Maxwell. Yeah. Okay. She is Kath Maxwell. Freak. And jumping over to Kath, didn't you love how they just brought her in with her slippers on? The blue <laughs> slippers, by the way, which is I my mean, favorite color. To be fair, right to everybody who's like Kath Maxwell isn't an act. It's you know real. Um, to be fair. Joan would never have worn that. Oh, yeah, that is true. <laughs> so that, so uh, let me ask you, um, Div, do you think that she's faking? Oh, look, I was thinking about it whilst watching and I was like, I'm in an hiring and I'm thinking to myself, could she be faking it or could she not? And I'm just thinking she's too clever to not be faking it. Um, I I believe she is because... How could, like, I don't know, I just noticed her eye reactions and stuff to some of the characters, like to Jake and I. that could be shocked that she's just seen someone. But me personally, definitely, yeah, I, I think she's faking it because it's her way in to get to Vera. So, you know, and she obviously wants Grace, Gracie as well and, you know, wants to ruin Vera's life now to pay back. I think for me, the point that I was like, she's definitely faking is when she was talking to Jake and she was like, oh, you could see Dr. Miller, he seems quite capable. I was like, that's a very Joan way of playing with somebody. Mm. Well, she does have some Joan aspects to her, doesn't she? Because she's Joan. 
<laughs> she made the comment of, I like the feeling of being in control. Yes. And yeah, but did you see her face when she said that, though? Yes, I did, it's like, actually. Oh, shit, I slipped up. Yes, mm. and she also thinks she was very well educated. Mm. Um, so the other thing is she says she has no family because nobody found her in the hospital, mm. and uh, she likes chess. Now, chess is a very cerebral game. Mm. Um, I I don't know. So this is my problem with the whole, like, is she faking it, isn't she? Like, I'm not an expert on memory, but I'm thinking that if you can remember how to play chess, you might be able to remember that you're not Kath Maxwell. Mm. Well, uh, on the contrary, I think you're being a little bit biased because you're anti-Joan. Well, yeah. And um, because I, but I have some questions. I don't really know that much about the brain and brain injury. I know a bit about amnesia. And, you know, there are some things you remember, other things you'll forget. She doesn't remember her date of birth. Yes, I'll kind of say that. Things of that yeah. nature. I mean, I, that I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, she might be in and out of, that box that I think she wants to put Joan in. And there are times when Joan does come out and I still firmly believe there is some type of a split personality going on there Um. where Kat wants to be Kath. She doesn't want to be Joan, but Joan wants to come out. Yeah. See, I'm less convinced by the kind of like multiple personality thing. Um, yeah, I just think it's Joan playing a game. Because the other uh, thing was uh, when uh, Dr. Miller went to her to show her those pictures. Don't get me started on this. Yes, please. That's why we're discussing <laughs> um, So One looked like two Hindu priests performing a traditional dance. I now can't unsee that. Like, I have to look at these ink blots a lot. And now I can't unsee that. So thanks, Wentworth, for planting that in my head. Um, but also that test, I yes. I did a bit of reading, and not a lot, a bit of reading after that, and asked some of my um, psychology friends, and that test is very much not used. Really? Mm. They don't use it anymore? No, I like the butterfly because I got it right too. I saw a butterfly too. Yeah, I mean, most so does that mean I'm a psychopath or something? Oh, no, psychopaths see violent images supposedly, but also psychopaths are smart enough to go, You think that I'm gonna see a violent image, therefore, I'm gonna tell you what you want to hear. Oh, I see. The, 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 the last one she said it looked like two baby elephants, where I saw like a jackal or some type of monster. I saw like an evil, like it looked like a Reminded me of a bulldog or something like evil though. Yeah, like, something, like, some type of animal. Yeah, yeah that's did, what I saw. Did you notice her hesitation, like to say something? For like, the last one, yes. Yeah, yeah. She was methodical in this. And the thing is, I think that Joan, I mean, this is quite a famous test. I think Joan would have come up across this before. Oh, yeah. So I think she's being quite smart in being like, right, I know what answers are expected. Therefore, I'm going to think very, very carefully about this. Agreed. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. But I, you know. But Dr. Miller is a phony and there's something wrong with him and he needs to go. 
Mm. Yes, I'd prefer Bridget. Now, what they need to do is bring Bridget back. Yes. So it could be a shock to the mind and see how Kath, Joan, acts and reacts to her. That's what I'd like to see. Of course, that won't happen. I want to see Bridget lean over a desk and say, you really are a cunt. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. So I'm, I'm not sure, but she's really bogging the minds of the trio Mm -hmm. it was quite interesting when she made her appearance into Wentworth how all three of them looked at her and she's just looking at them she did have that look where like where am I who are these people why am I here I mean what what take did you get on that guys so I I when she came back I well obviously I was thinking she must be like thinking in her head oh you know this is my secret she must have had a bit of like resentment going back but in a way I think she was happy to be coming back because it was her way in to get to Vera I don't know I really think that she's got it in for Vera from what I've been seeing and that's her way in I think so you know she's obviously Providing that she's going, she's actually like faking it, you know, mm. this is going to be her path to destroy her. So I, I think she she knows what she's up going to do. She knows she's plotting, sending plot holes around, I think. So mm. I think her remark was, yes, I'm coming back. Um, I'm going to get my vengeance. So Yeah, I agree. I think that um, she she's fucked up by being caught um, and now her plan to fly away to Brazil with Grace is gone. She's like, the only way that I can now carry out some form of revenge against Vera is to be in Wentworth in the general population. Therefore, I have to keep up this Kath Maxwell thing. How interesting it is that Officer Webb had to take her in when it was actually Officer Webb's fault that she got out. We remember the escape of Frankie and the freak officer mm-hmm. Webb was the one that was checking the truck you need to do a better job dear I'm surprised you still have a job there <laughs> I love you anyway <laughs> don't take it the wrong way <laughs> I mean yeah officer Webb is like her entire character is she's shit at her job just like Linda is but officer Webb <laughs> just I'm deputy governor yeah officer Webb doesn't have the deputy governor and she just doesn't give a shit <laughs> she's course, just like going around she's just like yeah, as long as I get paid at the end of the day, I don't give a shit. Yeah, why not? That's how it is, unfortunately, everywhere. So, I mean, um, what are you guys looking for as far as Joan and this uh, act she's supposedly putting up? It's an act. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I truly believe she's she's definitely faking it. She's... Yeah. Um, so because we're still on the freak, what about, oh God, I don't really want to talk about this guy, but you know, he'll be happy. Jake visits Joan. Yes. And she mentioned she remembered him visiting her in the hospital. Yeah. So does she remember him trying to kill her? Well, she didn't mention that. Yeah. But is that something that is like on Joan's little list of revenge items in her head? Like, okay, right, that's another reason I've got to play with him now. Um, Because she seemed to be playing with him. Yeah, she does. Um, 
Um, but Jake told her flat out, you know, if you want to be Kath, even though you're Joan, I'll still support you as Kath. Mm. So long as you leave my family alone. And yeah. she's looking at him like, what? Yeah, she's like, I'm going to keep up this pretense anyway. So it doesn't make a difference to me whether you call me Joan or Kath. And you can tell Jake's shit scared. Oh, yeah, for sure. They know what she's capable of. Yeah, mm. apart from the time that he pissed himself, I think this is the first time I've seen him genuinely scared. Mm. As he should be, because she's coming for him. Yeah, because he, like, backed away from the, the like, the two-way mirror. Yeah, uh, did she actually know he was there or that somebody was watching her? I don't that know. That was so creepy. Yeah, I, I I feel like she knew there were people watching her. She's mm. got she's got to know because, I mean, it's a big mirror in there. You know you're being watched 24-7. Mm. You know, it's probably through that mirror. I mean, uh, Jake's been watching her on and off. He says she never broke character. I mean, she's she's a good actress. I mean, she fooled a lot of people over the years. So, I mean, this could possibly be an act on her part. But uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll find out. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I do think that, yes, she has forgotten a lot about, of her, about herself. But eventually she'll start remembering things and then it'll come once she finds the opportunity then she'll probably strike but yeah, right I now think, i don't think she's cat i think i mean i think she's you know i don't think she's you think she's cat yeah i think there's something a bit probably a little bit more complicated because she got quite emotional when she was looking in the mirror and there was another point that she started to tear up as well when she was talking to dr miller um so i think this could have been an act it could be but I think there might be something more in there. Maybe the stuff about Joan that's coming up that she's uncomfortable with. Yeah, um, because she didn't like the fact that Jake called her Joan. She's like, please don't call me that. But also, like, in the flashbacks when she was in the coma and stuff, like, you could see she didn't like Joan. Yes, and I firmly believe that Joan is this alter personality that she had to make in order to survive because she is basically really weak and her father didn't like that about her. So Mm -hmm. she had to put herself away and become Joan to what Joan was. Mm -hmm. And now that she's Kath, she loves it, but people seem to want to bring Joan back, which she doesn't want, but I think eventually it'll happen. And that's when things are going to go downhill for her. I don't know. What do you think, David? Yeah, look, I I think that she's gone. She has gone through a rough period in her life when she was younger. And she's obviously gone through a lot of abuse and stuff. But um, personally, I feel that she, you know, obviously that'll come back to her every now and again. But ultimately, I think that, she's comfortable in her own skin now it's just I don't know I just I feel like she's 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 up to something I don't know my gut says you know she's definitely got something she's trying to work on slowly build that'll be explosive 
Um, now, the reason why I'm saying this is because I think it was uh, which season? I don't remember which season it was. When she was talking to her father mm. during that fencing episode, yeah, yeah, and okay. Fletch was watching her, and she was telling her father that you know she was never good enough for him. Anything that she did was never good enough for him. Jo- Joan isn't really Joan. Joan is a product of her father's making. But you could she's say that. really Kath. You could say that about anybody, like, because when you're young, your biggest influences are your parents, right? Um, And that's when your personality is forming. So, I I, yeah, where's that line of, you know, is it Joan, is it a front? And think about, like, when um, the doctor was interviewing her in the cell, when she said, oh, you know, there's two Catherine Maxwells, you know. It's like, mm-hmm. is that a bit odd? I don't know. Like, mm. did she did she try and find Catherine, another Catherine Maxwell, so then she could kill her and then take her name? Or um, was it just coincidence that they were in the closed vicinity? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I I could go off on a limb and say because her family was kind of filthy rich, she probably had a clone made that she needed one day to (laughs) manipulate or probably had her to harvest any type of uh, organs in case she got sick and just used her when she needed her. So when it was time for her to escape, she went and found this girl with the help of (laughs) Murphy, killed her, buried her, and there you go. Or she could have been a a relative that we don't know about. I would love that to be true, and I would not push it past the Wentworth writers at this point. (laughs) But um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's probably not. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just, you know, it's anything is possible. You know, when you have a lot of money, anything is possible. True. You ain't wrong there. Yeah, I need to get more of that money. Yeah, I wish I could too. (laughs) So, um, you know, Miller being quite capable, he is stating that she is not Joan. Mm, And she's Kath. Is he? Why? You don't believe him? No, he's not stated that specifically, has he? Well, I'm thinking he's inclining to state that from his first encounter with her. I think, yeah, I think that he's got no evidence thus far in his kind of book to say that, you know, she's not Kath. But um, I just yeah, I think I think like he's thinking, you know, she hasn't stuffed up yet. She hasn't caved in, exposed her like her previous self. So now he's like thinking, okay, maybe she she's, is actually, you know, Kath Maxwell. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, he, the other thing, too, unfortunately, excuse me, um, she has been in a lot of psych wards and she knows the game. Mm-hmm. This is interesting because we're, we're like, one of us is going to be right. It's going to be me, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that yet. <laughs> We okay. won't know until the end. Yes. Um, yeah, you go. Let's so so let's move on from Joan because we we know that I absolutely hate Joan. Mm. Um, can we talk about um, Mari? Ah, oh, yes. 
No, I don't want to talk about Mari yet. You know who I want to talk about so yeah. that we flow into Mari? Okay. We need to talk about Vera. Okay. So from the beginning, we knew Vera was very timid and quiet and she didn't have the confidence like she has now. But mm -hmm. I'm kind of seeing Vera going back to how she used to be with the exception that she doesn't believe Joan is Kath. I don't like the way she's protecting Anne. Ooh. Now we're veering off. Yeah, but she taught, she did tell Will about Anne, like wanting to get rid of him. Yes, so she did. But Vera's always been that way. But the way she was protecting Anne, it, she was defending her like how she used to defend Joan. That's mm. what I wanted to get at. Because when Will came to her and saying, you know what is this? You knew she wanted to get, get rid of me and blah, 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 blah. You know, mm. she was just kind of like, well, you know, I mean, she has a lot going on, mm. which I'm sure she's referring to the thing with Judy Bryant and such, but yeah. I just, that, that kind of scared me a little bit because I don't, I don't want mm. Vera to backtrack. I think within that aspect, she's become fond of Anne, especially when, she um, exposed her truth about losing her daughter and she connected with her, um, like, you know, wanted to go out for that drink and um, also, you know, she's opening up more to her so she feels like, you know, she's got a close friend with her now too. So I think that's why maybe Vera is supporting her more because she's just like, okay, she's become a close friend of mine as much as, some of the things that Anne is doing is not right. She still tries to, you know, cover her up. I don't know. Mm. That's what I'm sensing. It's like she feels like she's becoming a close friend to her now. Yeah, I agree. Well, poor Vera, because Anne is fake as fuck. Oh, and I can't care like less about her. I hate and it. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't like her. How dare you question me? You know, the way she's talking to my will, I don't appreciate that, you know, but that's... <laughs> That's the norm in, you know, the workplace, you know, when is you have it? people. Yeah, it is really. Mm. You've got bosses who are bastards and they talk down to you like you're an idiot. That's why, you know, fuck. I don't need to put up with this shit, Will says. And he wants to resign. This is like, what, the third time he wanted yeah. to resign? Why don't you just get over with it and get the fuck out if you don't like it there? <laughs> um. Oh, you know. But Vera had one. Of, Vera had my favorite quote of this episode okay. when she was talking to Linda um, <laughs> about like um, she was like, "Oh, that's not going to. Don't bother Will about the whole Mari incident." Like, yeah, Mari, um, I'm deputy governor. She was like, "Yeah, I'm deputy governor." She's like, "Yeah, and I'm industries manager. Paper covers rock, Linda." I was like, <laughs> yes. yeah, that was cute. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> Linda's just like. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she definitely had a bit of sass there. I loved it. Yeah. Love it. I imagined her, like, heel clicking away, like, down the <laughs> corridor. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cute, too. Yeah, that was nice. Um, Linda's getting out of herself now. What's going on with her? She's completely changed this season. I don't mm. like this side of Linda, I have to admit. I, I prefer my old gambling Linda. This deputy governor has mm. gotten to her head, and I, I don't know if she's still suffering from any... PTSD, but the influence of uh, um, 
and isn't going to help either. So do you see a little bit of a mini Joan, mini Vera part two coming where Anne is playing Joan and Linda is semi Vera? I, I, I feel like, yeah, she's definitely growing into her own and she definitely feels more power now, but um, I, I feel that she definitely won't um, last. She hasn't got the stamina to last and she's got her weak, weak points where I feel like they're visible. Um, and I feel like she's very emotional too, like especially when it came to the gambling thing and stuff. She was, she was starting to go crazy, you know, because she owes money and everything like that. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, she's definitely feeling love and the power, but at the same time she could be put back in her place pretty easily. All right, Al, I know you want to talk about Mari, so take over. I, so I hated Mari last season. I like, I, she, I ha, I feel like every season I have to have somebody that I <laughs> physically hate that makes me angry when they come on screen. Last season it was Mari, this season it's Anne um, and the freak, but less so now because Anne's distracting me. But I really, really fell in love with Mari this episode. <laughs> and I hate myself for that. <laughs> why why did you fall in love with her? Oh. Because like when she was talking to Reb and she was like, Oh, you remind me of my son, and she just I told you, did I not gen- call that out? You did. Like, I and did. I've got it written in my notes. Admit that <laughs> Hannah was right. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, she was just like oh, she just seemed so genuine. Um and then when she got waterboarded, oh there's something evil about Judy. Mm who comes up with that. Um, but when she got waterboarded, I was like, mm, this is the first time that I've really been on Mari's side and I've not wanted her to die. And hmm. You don't fall in love with someone until it's time for them to die. So are we seeing a pattern um, here? <laughs> is Mari going to die this season? The episode before um, Kaz uh, died, I was like, oh, I've just fallen in love with Kaz. And then... Uh, <laughs> so Mari will die next episode. No. Yeah, I feel well, like I she's have... been She's getting more bruised and battered and weaker, I feel like now. And, you know, she's all ass kicked. Yeah, I know. And I feel, yeah, and I do feel sorry for her for that. Um, Like the way she got tortured and everything. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I do feel she's going to pass this next few episodes. Sorry, Al. I just just had a a thought. What if, um, the words, what if Mari gets killed by Lou and then that causes a friction between Reb and Lou? Yes. Oh, that would be good. Yes. Um, I, I can actually see that happening. Um, would, if Mari gets killed next episode, though, like I'm going to have to stop watching the show because like every character I fall in love with gets killed. You need to stop falling in love. Right, so what about, what about Reb? What do you guys think? So I found this episode very difficult to watch because of the uh, scene, the, well, attempted rape scene. Um, Mm. I thought that was really, really well done on both of those actors' parts. So so what is she, did she get uh, put in there for molesting kids or what? Well, she was in protection, so we can assume that her crime was probably against children or vulnerable people. Um, Okay. 
happen? Well, I knew it was going to come eventually. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what Radaway was thinking because if Lou finds out, she's practically dead. Um, but as we can see, Reb didn't say anything and didn't want to because, in his words, Lou would kill her. However, I do want to call Reb out because he didn't want to rat on Radaway. Yes, that was a pun. But he was quick to lag on Ali when Ali did her thing to Mari. Well, he wanted to if Mari didn't say. So you're a hypocrite, Reb. And the fact that he didn't tell Lou, but he's told Lou about, you know, Ali and stuff. He wanted to. No, I think that it's like he's genuinely scared of Lou, like what she's going to do. Yeah, um, but why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you be scared of Lou of doing something to Ali? This is our Ali I'm was, talking about. But this was before you know he's really seen the side of Lou that's quite dangerous. No, no, he was going to go tell. If it weren't for Mari, he was going to go and tell Lou what Ali did oh, to Mari. Yeah. That's why I'm oh, calling him point. out and calling him a hypocritical, all right? And Lou's not always going to be there to protect you. Exactly. Beat the shit out of her. Stop playing the victim. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that Reb has got himself very comfortable in this Lou will take care of me role. Um, and I don't think that's necessarily healthy. No, it's very unhealthy, actually. And we've seen what happens when you have an alpha-beta-type relationship, such as with um, Vera and Joan. Uh-huh. Oh. I think it's going to be interesting to see the Reb and Lou thing play out in the next few episodes. Um, I genuinely thought Reb was going to die this episode. It's either him that's going to die or Lou's going to end up killing somebody and that will break them up. Um there's got to be some sort of motivation for Lou to absolutely lose her shit. What do you think, David? Um, look, I feel like with with Reb, you know, like, I don't know, I feel like they're obviously creating, well, he's going to be the underdog in the sense that, yes, he's playing the victim now and it's, you know, he's, he's very innocent and stuff. And I just feel that in the next few episodes we're going to see him evolve because I feel like he's already starting to learn quickly now. He can't lag. He can't, um, you know, he's got to be careful who he talks to. Um, so I feel like the, his character is definitely being developed right now. And I don't know, I feel like in, like, come towards the end of the, the season, I feel like he's going to be something, be a lot stronger. I don't know, I just feel like... I, I, that's my gut anyway. I feel like his character is going to be there in the long haul for this season. What do you think uh, about the dynamic between Reb, Mari and Lou? Because that's got to blow up at some point. Um, oh, look, I've, it's definitely going to blow up. I feel like once Lou finds out that um, Reb's been hiding information and been speaking to Mari about it, of course, Lou's going to get feel threatened. It's going to feel like shit, mm-hmm. you know. I've been working my ass off day and day, day in day out, trying to, you know, get this money for you. Mm-hmm. And this is the re- this is the repayment I get, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, he, she's going to lash out, and she, if anything, she'll kill Winter first, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, and like as as um, Mari said to Reb, you know, I see was 
one like my son, Reb's going to, you know, obviously grown an attachment right now to her and I feel like she's going to try and side, Reb's going to try and side with Winter because mm. the dynamic, it's not going to work. It's not going to last long. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because um, when Mari told Reb, you know, you remind me of my son and Reb admitted, you know, he was lucky to have a mother like you, even though I choked on that line because yeah. he didn't oh. really know that uh, Mari's son was a fucker. But um, mm. the last time my mom didn't believe me when he told his mom that, uh, you know, he got fondled or raped or something, mm. assaulted, something happened. And, you know, that's something I wanted to touch upon uh, when, it, when, it, when it comes to um, not just transgender kids in general, but just when you're trying to tell your parents something and they don't believe you how traumatic that is uh-huh. to the child. Yeah, and the fact that Mari saved him will probably mean a lot to him. Mm-hmm. And he may see Mari as his new mother figure. Yeah. yeah. And Mari right now does not approve of Lou's behavior towards people. So it, it like Dave said, it's probably going to add to the uh, friction between the two of them, although Mari did suggest that they hustle in some LSD so that they could raise the money to help pay for Reb's surgeries. I don't, I don't see how they can use this money for surgery because aren't they going to be like, where's this money come from? Like Who's they? Like the prison system, because the prison system is going to help Reb with his surgery, right? So the prison system is going to be like, where have you got this money from? Well, that's what Anne claims. Has she ever stuck to her word yet well she's giving him tea so passing Anne, because we have already discussed her we we really we really need to look into how boomer is acting this season i'm not too pleased with her i'm very pleased with her i'm not she's going out on a limb she's not getting her facts straight and she's getting people into trouble like mari you know, she makes all these insinuations that this person is doing this, this person is doing that, you know, and she's getting in tr- people in trouble. Most likely, Ali's the one who's going to end up getting the shitty end of the stick and Boom is just going to be there twiddling her thumbs, wondering why is this happening? You know, oh. Boomer was the one who pointed out to Ali that Mari had something to do with Ruby's disappearance. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, when somebody makes an insinuation or an accusation, you try to look for confirmation. Uh, Ali saw Mari meeting with one of her old guys who I guess deals in whatever, I don't know, drugs. It made Ali jump to conclusions. And then Ali, something's going on with her as well. I mean, she just lost it. Yeah. And I'm wondering if, you know, I, I understand Ali, Ali is going through some stuff because, you know, killing somebody, like I told you, really changes a person. Mm-hmm. And I also forgot to mention the fact that Reb is probably the male version of Ali now. And we're probably going to see through this season and into next that Reb is probably going to be where Ali is right now. Do you, do you guys reckon that um, Ali still loves Mari? Yes. Yeah, I think there's something in there because I I I think 
if she didn't, there wouldn't be that much, like she wouldn't be that focused. Because when she was waterboarding her, there was a lot of focus and a lot of hatred in there. And I think if there wasn't that kind of like love still there, there wouldn't have been that mm. passion. Yeah, true. Not very true. And Mari even said so too. She said, you want to punish me because you love me. But then, and then afterwards she was like, she was saying, was it, was it she's saying to Reb, never turn out like Ali. Never yeah. turn, never be like her. Yeah, you and know. she's right. Like Ali's a really sad story because Ali was like very sweet and she just got corrupted by almost everybody she had trust in. Mm. But I guess too, that's what happens when you're in prison too. People backstab each other and mm. people rat out and, you know, there's you lose she lost several people. Like, remember when she loved B, you know, mm. that tore that tore her, you know. Um, she's obviously gone through a lot and she's got a thick skin built around her now. Yeah. And on, on who she can trust, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Joan coming back has probably, like, sideswiped her as well because it's like, here was my plan. I wanted to get rid of you. Now you're back. Fuck, I got to deal with you. I got to deal with Lou. I got to deal with Mari. What the hell? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is just too much for me to take. And where's Kaz? Where's B? Where are the people who, you know, were my rock and stone? They're not here. I don't know what to do. Fuck mm. these people. I'm just going to beat up everybody or pretend that I want to beat up everybody. And, you know, she's she's going through some stuff right now. And mm. then, you know, she had Ruby that she would always confide in and Ruby's not here. So it's like, you know, she's losing it. Yeah. She's really losing it. Yeah, I do feel bad for it too. But I also feel like, you know, Ruby, I feel like she's kind of turned into a bit of a weakling now. Like she's always a victim because of, and I don't want to sound like horrible, but I feel like since she, people know they are, you know, they can just whack on the ground and she's going to have a seizure or something. I don't know. I just mm. feel like she's become, she used to be more tough. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm getting a vulnerability vibe from her. Um, definitely. Yeah. And I'm also getting this kind of like withdrawing. Like before she used to be quite gung-ho, she used to be like quite in there. Um, mm. Like I'm going to do it whether you think it's right or not and now she's kind of like taking a a step back and I don't know if that's the writer's way of preparing us for her leaving um mm. but now her parole's messed up I don't think that so I don't know well but I agree with you yeah I, I I agree too but I'm going to go out there and say there's the reason why she's being vulnerable number one she lost her sister yeah in prison um and she didn't realize how much of a fool she's been with her attitude towards her sister um and the yeah. fact that her daddy now is dying also adds to it so you're in prison you may not get to see your parent die. Yeah. I don't know how close she was to her dad, but it really can take something out of you. I mean, I lost my father when I was a teenager and I wasn't really close to my dad. And, um, but it did affect me. And I did 
mourn. But when my mother passed away, I totally lost it. And I was a completely, di- I'm still a different person. Even when I talk about my mom, I start to like, you know, tear up because mm. it's just that feeling. And I think what Ruby's going through right now, because cancer is a terrible disease. Mm, you know, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people who have had loved ones who have lost to that disease. And right now, Ruby is just lost because her sister's not there to cheer her up or anything like that. You know, I mean, Allie is her friend. Allie can't really understand what she's going through, even though Allie did lose B and Kaz. But it's kind of different than what she's going through. Plus, she lost her sister. Her sister's not in there for her. And possibly you know, she's worrying about her sister, that her sister might be in trouble too, that she might lose her sister and her father and there's nothing she can do about it. You know, that that can break a person. Mm. Mm. So I think, yeah, this vulnerable side of Ruby, it's, it's, it's natural. Yeah. No, now that you've mentioned these, these things, and I just like, yeah, definitely puts it into perspective more. You know, she's close with Ali, but now Ali is worried about the freak. So Ali's mind is going to be on revenge for the freak. Yeah. Mm. Let's see how that plays out. <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon, do you guys reckon she's going to be released into general soon? I hope she's not, but I think for the storyline, they have to. We'll see what Anne says <laughs> because Anne, I mean, if she wants to keep her A class money in the bank, I don't think she would release her, but then the story would get boring, right? 100%. Now, you mentioned something about Judy what is with her creepy and evil? suggesting that uh, I don't, I don't think she's creepy and evil, I think she's a very intelligent individual, yeah, in a creepy and evil way. Why would you say that? Let's go. Because she was it. like immediately. She was like, "Oh, I know how we can get this information. Let's waterboard her." <laughs> What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? All right, bit psychopathic. How, why? How? Waterboarding someone—that's how people torture people in like prisoner of war camps. As opposed to beating the shit out of her, like what Boomer was doing, slapping Mari around. I mean, what's the difference, really? I mean, the waterboarding could have killed Mari. And at one point I thought it did kill Mari. And it got so far that Boomer was like, uh, we need to stop. Mm. Even Judy know. was like, uh, she would have broken by now. I'd probably leave it. And Ali was like, yeah. no. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't see anything evil. I just think that was a very brilliant tactic on Judy's part to try and get Mari to talk, which, you know, Poor Mari. Mm. I think we could see some top dog material in Judy. Um. Yeah, she's she's a bit. uh, I don't I don't really see her as top dog material. I see her as a very good general. Well, with that, maybe we should wrap it up. Um, Anything else anybody would like to add? I haven't got anything on my list. Well, we've. I'm just looking forward to what's going to happen next. So what are your predictions for next episode? Yes. Um, I feel like we're going to see Kath slip 
Kath Maxwell. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to see a Joan come out. Um, and I reckon maybe Vera or Will may catch her in the act. Um, and then I feel Lou is going to find out about Winter, mm-hmm. about her and Reb, how they've been really close. Mm-hmm. And she's going to, like, that's going to set up the plot for Lou going to, you know, try and threaten Mari and say, you know, what the hell. Um, and then Ali, I don't know what's going to happen with her next. I just, yeah, I feel like she might go down. It seems to me she's breaking down. Yeah. So I feel like she's going to go into like a mental breakdown or some stage and just going to lose the plot as she, as you saw, she's already starting to now Mm. and maybe the top dog's getting too much for her. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree think. too. Um, yeah. I'm thinking it's, um, well, of course, you see, Ali's going to see Kath and she's going to take her wrath out on her, or at least she'll pretend to. Probably and possibly, Ali might jog Kath's memory to bring her back to Joan. That's mm. a high probability uh, action. I also think Will is probably going to go back to taking drugs because this whole mess is horrible. Dealing with Anne and Joan, I don't know. It's probably going to send him over the edge. Jake is still going to watch and stalk Kath. Um, Vera is still going to be Vera. Linda will be deputy governor. Um, Ruby is going to go through a lot of changes sorrow wondering what's going to happen to her sister i don't know booms is probably still going to accuse people wrongly as she usually does agreeing with you with mari and reb lou's going to feel jealous and left out and she's not going to have that mm-hmm. um she might find out that you know radaway did something through maybe radaway herself because Radaway's an idiot and probably wants to get back at Mari and will use Lou to do it. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, what did I miss? Rita's going to, I don't know, Rita's going to be missing. We don't know what's going on with Rita. I don't um, think so. Yeah, that's basically it for me. I predict that we'll meet Sheila next episode. <laughs> did you see any leaked pictures? <laughs> no, I'm so tired. <laughs> it's like waiting for Sheila. <laughs> I forgot there was a Sheila. Yeah, who's Sheila? If you want to follow the engagement, you can find him on Instagram as the engagement. And he posts a lot of good stuff and material from some of his shows and just fooling around and things of that nature. So, you know. I very much enjoyed the cast, the, the, uh, not the cast interview, the um, meet the band interview. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We thought. We thought, you know, we wanted to showcase more of our personalities to the public and so people can, like, you know, get an insight about us, not just, oh, yeah, here we are playing music. Um, you know, there's more to us than playing the instrument, you know. So I enjoyed thank that. you. Thank you. There's more to come. So I, I also God. want to try this lasagna. That you talk about. Yes, yes. Oh my god, it's so good! It's like my favorite meal. I love like the way my mum does it. It's an it's traditional Italian way. 
Um, it's not like with the, I don't know, like the way they have it here in Australia, it's, it's just very basic. It's just cream cheese and mince and sauce and pasta. And it's like, eh, it's all right, but it's, it's nowhere near as tasty as the Italian way, personally. Okay, well, when I come over there next time, your mom is going to have to make some for me. That's a done deal. That's a done deal. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Love it. Love it. So let's wrap it up, guys. I want to thank you so much, Dave, for taking thank time you. out of your busy schedule to hang out with us so that we can chat Wentworth. This is the first time we've talked in a long time in reference to Wentworth. Before we used to talk about it all the time, but you know, because you're so busy recording and doing what you got to do, we haven't had our weekly chats like we used to. So I'm really happy you came on. Yeah, thanks a lot. I really appreciate you guys having me. It's been heaps of fun. Thank you for coming. And um, we, as I said, there's a link in the podcast description to, um, I'll put Spotify and Apple Music on there and your Instagram and stuff. Thank you. No problem. Oh, thanks for being here. And thanks guys for listening in all of our wonderful fans. We appreciate you. And keep on listening. And for your love of Wentworth, we love you too. And with that, we're going to sign off and say goodbye. See you later. Thanks, Lottie. Not there. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>